Welcome to Couch to Coast, a weekly podcast with me, Rob, an aspiring runner whose favourite place is being comfy on the couch. And me, Ben, a UK Athletics accredited running coach. Follow us as we try to turn Rob from couch to coached. And we are live. We are live. And I don't sound like Barry White. Before we came on the before we came on the podcast, we were talking. I sound like Barry White's little brother. Um, we were saying Gary White, maybe. I don't know. Has, has Barry White actually got a brother? I'm just going to Google. I don't. I don't know. I don't know if he has or not. Barry White. It'd be dead funny if it was Gary White. Brother's name. Daryl White. Right. Daryl. <laughs> no way. Barry White's younger brother is Daryl White. <laughs> Daryl White, there you go, I'm Daryl White. Yeah. I am still under the weather a bit. I still sound a little bit gruff. Um this might be just my voice now, forever and ever and ever. I might I might have well, didn't, matured. My voice might have finally dropped. <laughs> finally dropped. It's a long way to drop. <laughs> Isn't it right that it's you can have something happen to you that potentially changes your voice, like Tyson Fury? Tyson, when he got hit in the he got hit in the throat, didn't he? Yeah, and yeah. it changed his voice. And on that yeah. subject, I'm going to drop something here. We were watching the Tyson Fury Netflix, on Netflix. documentary. Mm. Uh, yeah, this will make you laugh. Started watching that the other day. He was running along the beach in Morecambe. Yeah, and Rach looked at me and she went, "He's got a lot of similarities to Rob, any." Uh, I have been. Somebody's told me that before. To be honest with you, somebody has said that. Libby, who runs with Stoke Fit, the first time I've ever met Libby. So I'm, I'm don't know if she listens to her. She might listen to, her, but I don't think she's up to date with it. She said to me because I had no glasses on, so I look even more like him without the glasses. And it was dark as well, to be fair. And she said, "You look like Tyson Fury." I was like, "I'll take that," but I'm not sure. Take it, take it well, because do we look like Tyson Fury pre pre boxing or during the boxing or after the boxing when he's all. All mangled up. In well, it wasn't. Face. It wasn't pre-boxing. He had air. Well, yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've got no air. But yeah, I have been told that. I look like well, I think you similar in 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 height, right? And I think yeah, you reminded yeah, similar, yeah. you reminded. Uh, well, Tyson Fury reminded uh, Rachel of you when he was particularly running across the seafront because she said he even runs like Rob. <laughs> so when you do watch the Netflix documentary, which is a good, it's worth a watch. Um, I have started watching it actually. I did, I, I did watch him, but I have been told that before. I, I, apparently, I look like many, many people. I've got one. I think I've got one of them faces. I am the generic, bald-headed, tall man with glasses and a beard. Because a lot of people send me pictures saying I've just seen your twin. My cousin did it the other day. She was in the gym and she sent me a picture saying I've just seen your twin. I had one. It um, Phil Mitchell, Prince. Ch- well, <laughs> Prince, Charles, Prince Charles's coronation. There was a guy playing the violin. Say you don't look like Prince Charles. No, no, no. But there was a guy playing the violin. I might put it on Instagram. Uh, and apparently, it looked like him. Had about four or five different messages off different people saying, "Oh, I've just seen you on telly." So I've got one of them. Sorry, faces, correction. Right? King Charles. King Charles. So you look like yeah, King, King Charles. You look yeah. like King Charles's violinist. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And Tyson Fury. That's I don't know which one's better. I'd, I'd go with the violinist. <laughs> Yeah, to be fair, I think I would as well. <laughs> uh, but I'll take Tyson Fury. He's not a bad-looking guy, is he? But yeah, my voice is getting better, um, and I am. I don't feel unwell. Like I said to you last week, I don't feel unwell. It's just taken a long time for me to get rid of this. Yeah, I'm going to be really graphic here. Oh, I've got a lot of phlegm. Oh, 
Yeah, I'm sorry, guys. I am a nurse, so I'm used to talking about phlegm and sputum and stuff like that. But I've got a lot of it's quite a good word, isn't it? Phlegm. Is phlegm the medical phlegm. term? Yeah. Well, sputum is a medical word. It, yeah. It's what Rasputin. It's, no sputin. <laughs> Want to hear Russian like something or other? Um, no sputum. S p u t u m. So that's when we ask for people for a sputum sample, so to check if they've got any infections on the chest. Uh, so good to know. Next time I see someone sputing on the side of the road when I'm running. There you go. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so I, I'm getting back to normal, uh, but it's still a little bit gruff. Uh, but like I say, I don't feel that unwell. I'm just sneezing a lot and coughing a lot. And like I was saying to you before we came on, my, my son's not very well. He's been, he's got a really bad chest, and he always goes on his chest. He's very similar to me when I was younger. I had really bad asthma when I was younger. I don't tend to have any asthma attacks anymore. Uh, but he's got, he hasn't been diagnosed with asthma, but it always goes on his chest, and he's had to have steroids over the last three days. Um, and I've been off with, not off, been working from home because Laura's been on a Hindu. Really? So I have been daddy daycare for the last four days. It's been a lovely four days, I must admit, until the last day when I had to work from home with him. And the prednisolone, the steroids that he was taking, made him hyperactive too. Prednisolone? He's hyperactive prednisolone, yeah. Very See, I'm medi- all... very me- <laughs> Are we on the right podcast? <laughs> yeah, this is this is a new podcast we're going to be talking. We'll talk about it in a bit. We're going to be bring, releasing a new po- a medical medical uh, journal. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's made him very hyperactive. And as you know, Ben Arthur is quite hyperactive anyway. So it's made him ten times. He's he was literally bouncing. Well, he looked he looked mildly sedate when he met Mito. Yeah, well, yeah, that's true. That's very true. <laughs> but yeah, it's uh, I'm, I'm getting better. So is it, did did, better. did he get ill? I mean, I hope he's well, all right, but. Did he get ill from attending the Etihad? Well, no, he was unwell. Because I know he wasn't know unwell you, before. At the Etihad, you tend to social distance at the Etihad, right? Ah, <laughs> it was full. To be fair, we were literally right at the front. Oh, I bet it shout was. out to Jack. Shout it was. Shout out to Jack Grealish. Thanks, Jack Grealish, for ignoring us. Um, if you listen to the show, if you want to sponsor the podcast, Jack, I'm more than happy to let you sponsor the podcast. But I wouldn't have it. Well, either that, podcast. either that, or his calves can sponsor the podcast. As an as a, an ex Villa player who done the dirty on us by leaving City and taking the money, the snake. Do you know? Do you know? Talking about people who remind me, you remind me of Jack Grealish. I, I, I think it's purely because you're both brummy. <laughs> That's probably why. But when I saw him, you got the look of Jack Grealish. If you grew your hair, I think you you, you could pass as Jack, and obviously grew your calves as well. I mean, there is a picture on me of Instagram at the Solial Half Marathon two years ago when I had the Jack Grealish look. Um, oh yeah, I had the calves to match as well. Well, I still have the calves to match. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I mean, he was he was an idol of mine at one point, but he's now mm. just a snake. <laughs> Jack Grealish, if you're listening, you're not a snake, mate. No, I'm you're not. Please don't one. take legal action. <laughs> You're running. Yeah, so my running it's been, it took a bit of a hit. I must admit, because like I say, Laura's been on a Hindu. Uh, I went away before Laura went away. I went to Northampton for a conference. That's why we did the podcast early last week. We did it on the Tuesday rather than the Thursday. Uh, so I did do running on Thursday. I went on a treadmill. I don't like running on a treadmill. I don't like, and it it, it doesn't register properly on it doesn't register properly on my watch. At the I don't think. Yeah, he was at, he was at the gym in the, in the hotel. hotel. Yeah, so I went down and, and I did meet me, me work out, but I don't think it went very well. Um, no. I mean, treadmills and watches—they don't go. 
but they do if you have a Koros. Oh, okay. Because the Koros has got a feature on there that allows you to track your treadmill pace, and it is very accurate. Very... Can't you tell he's trying to sell a Koros? I'm not. <laughs> oh, have you sold it? No. So... <laughs> you are trying to sell a Koros. Koros <laughs> is like a brilliant watch, but anyone wants to buy a Koros Pace 2 with FootPod, it's on my Instagram account. Reach out. Very good deal. Very good deal. For friends of the show, I'll make an exceptional deal. But anyway. He was even trying to swap his got my Garmin for his Koros the other week when we met. Back to Garmin. Back to Garmin, Garmin friends. Garmin friends. <laughs> um, I mean, yeah. So you did treadmill running? Didn't go well? Yeah, I did. It, it went okay. I was absolutely drenched with sweat because it was very hot in that. In the, in, because it's down in the basement, I was absolutely drenched. Um, I mean, running, then, running's running, isn't it, really? Treadmill. Yeah. Really yeah I just, the good thing is, whilst I, was, whilst I was running, I was watching Pointless. So that was a novelty. I was watching the telly whilst running. So that, that felt quite cool. Um, but then I enjoyed it. I got it done. Uh, but then Friday... I didn't do any running because that was when I came back from Northampton and I was trying to get back because Laura was leaving for Bened- for Benidorm. She went to Benidorm on a, on a Hindu. Saturday, I went to football with my lad, uh, Arthur. And then Sunday, again, I was with Arthur, so I never got to do my long run. Monday, I was planning on going on out with a, for a long, well, not for a club run, but I was going to go and do 70 minutes on my own after work before I picked Arthur up from school. But I got a phone call from school to say he was unwell, so I had to go oh, pick him up from school. Yeah. So I didn't do anything on Monday. Played football on Tuesday because Laura was back. No goals. So I did some f- no goals. Zero goals this week. I played absolutely rubbish. Uh, I'm blaming it on the Barry White. Did you run to football? No, I, that was an error. I didn't switch it off. It was the car. Oh, <laughs> you, oh no. Please tell me you didn't steal any segments driving in the car. No, no, no. I, I cancelled it off. I cancelled it off. So I was yeah, I, I edit. in the grading for this week. You were going to get half decent grade because I thought you thought, oh, do you know what? I haven't done much running lately. I'll park up early. I'll run to Yeah, I did. Yeah, I did. I did run to it. I'd run oh, to you just, you're just lying to me now. <laughs> so yeah. I actually yeah. I didn't check which way around you'd done it. So that little snaky tail to the football pitch that made it look like you'd yeah. run a couple of miles before, it was actually yeah. you driving home. Yeah. Yeah, it was. To be fair, I did. I only I did two point five miles running of went to football, and then I think he bumped it up to three point one miles with the the extra bit in the car. But uh, yeah, that was in the car, so I cancelled that off. I mean, as long as you didn't steal yeah. anyone's segments in the car driving along. Well, I was dead surprised. Actually, he monitored it. To be honest with you, he was. It was. I was going clearly going the fastest I've ever ran in my life. I think I was going faster than Usain Bolt. I set a new mark. Uh, yeah. So that's what I did Tuesday. Uh, went out yesterday, which is not normal for me again on a Wednesday. I came home from work and I thought to myself, well, I'll go out for a 45 minutes easy because uh, I didn't do anything on the Monday. So I did 45 minutes I easy yesterday. I to save the week. Yeah. Uh, and then I've been out to do me, 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 me session this afternoon down the canal. And it was half, uh, it was 10 minute warm up, two mile half marathon pace. Mm. And then segments of a little bit faster. It was hard. It was hard work. Uh, a one kilometer trying to get it below to like me 10. I think he was trying to get to a similar t- time to me like me. Five well, to 10K. Five, five to 10K pace, yeah. Which took a bit of getting do, but I did it. Um, and so I haven't done too bad. So I, here's I, the I question. The, the, the half marathon pace block was first. 
Yeah. How did you feel? At half All right, good. Pace. Good, good, actually. And then Very good. how much energy did you have left out of 10 for the intervals? Uh, I'd say the first two, because it was, it was four intervals, wasn't it? So the first two, I would say probably seven. I would say seven or eight. Tired out of 10. Fatigued. No, no, uh, energy. Left. Like energy. Like, yeah, so out left. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Um, and then Good. towards the end, it was going, it was dwindling. I would say four or five. Uh, I took a wrong turn. <laughs> How you take a wrong turn on a canal? I don't know. I run down the canal quite often, but it, I ran. You, you, whoa, whoa. <laughs> I didn't end up in the canal, don't worry. <laughs> you took a wrong turn in on a canal. You don't turn on well, a canal, I take, Bob. No, I didn't, I didn't take a wrong turn in. But I was going to carry on, but then I thought to myself, no, I'll run this bit. And then I turned up the stairs and I thought, no, there's no point going up here. So I turned back. So I looked like an absolute, num- absolute numpty because there was a woman at the bottom of the stairs. And she said, I swear I've just seen you. <laughs> and then I carried on running. Are you Tyson Fury? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Tyson Fury. <laughs> so I did take a wrong turn. I just made an error with my, my, segment, my, uh, my session. So I thought I'll just go back. I mean, the good thing um, is if you've done a block of half marathon pace, um, after a decent little warm-up and you yeah. put the effort in for the half marathon, you still feel like you've got a 7 out of 10 energy left. Yeah. It yeah. bodes well. And then yeah. we've got Congleton this weekend. We have got Congleton. So this, uh, I've got no session tomorrow on my training peaks. And Saturday, I've got a 45 minutes easy, which I'm going to do at part run because it is combined run clubs next session. And there's going to be quite a few people there, hopefully. So the weather being good, hopefully. And then, yeah, Sunday, we've got Congleton, um, which, again, like we said last week, I'm not going to be racing. I think there's a half marathon pace, a desired half marathon pace for half of it, and then an easy half. Yeah. Well, it's not quite half. I think I dropped the first first half in at half marathon pace. Yeah. Second half in is easy. So it'll be a good yeah. test, really, to keep you at your half marathon pace targeted under two hours. Yeah. And then see what energy levels you've got left. Um, good test with Manchester only two weeks away, Rob. I know. It might as well be a week away. away for you going on a stag do after. Oh, yeah, exactly. Stag do. I mean, stag that, do. That, that week, that week's just not going to happen, is it really? Well, t- I'm, I've booked myself a, a case, so I'm going to take my running shoes with me. Uh, if I do actually go running, I don't know if I'm allowed to go running because I've said I've already mentioned it to a couple of a couple of lads that are coming, and they're like, "You're not going running," so I don't know if I'll get a chance or not. Man- Mankini yeah. and Mankini and a pair of Brooks trainers, or yeah, well, it's Mizuno. Mizuno, Mizuno, Mizuno. I'm still wearing Mizuno. Mizuno so potentially, Mizuno and a Mankini. There you go. It's the new. It's the new combination. I might wear it for Manchester then. If I do, a, can you imagine if I went out in a Mankini Mizuno trainers and I ran my best ever, best ever pace? I'd have to wait all the time. <laughs> I'd have to turn up to every race in a Mankini. People looking at races. Is that Tyson Fury running in a Mankini? <laughs> yeah, is that Tyson, is that Tyson Fury or, or is it Prince Charles's violin? Oh, King Charles's violin. Sorry. Oh, so I think we've got uh, finish this week off strong finish it off strong yeah. you can go off and enjoy yeah. stag do we can come yeah. back focus on all the processes and the things we need to do and then we're into yeah. Manchester yeah I, I, I'd love to think I could still get under two hours I'd love to think I can get close to my PB at Manchester I've I've speaking I've been speaking to people and they so for example recently Julianne Kettle did Berlin Marathon and she she was quite 
unconfident, if that's a word, with regards to going to Berlin Marathon. But she absolutely smashed it. I think it was three hours 39 or something mm. uh, she got. She absolutely smashed it. So shout out to Julianne Kettle. So I'm hoping to myself that I'll, I'll turn up at Manchester on the day and I'll be okay. I will just go and I'll run. If I don't get under two hours, I don't get under two hours. I've got the half. I've got a um, man, marathon to, to focus on in April, and I'm sure probably I mean, the other half marathon. I think regardless of how you get on, if you do Congleton and then we do Manchester half, you're going to give Manchester half a bloody good go and see what comes out. We've spoke about it before. It's going to give you a really good training effect and set you up quite nicely, regardless of the outcome, for your Manchester marathon training. And I yeah. think that's a more... The amount that you've raced in the past 12 months and all the distances that you've done, you've not attacked a marathon since London last year. No. Um, that's a more exciting target, isn't it, really? Yeah. And I think if yeah. we can have a good bit of training, you know, get the long runs in and all that sort of stuff, um, I think mm-hmm. it sets you up really well for Manchester Marathon, regardless of the outcome. Yeah, definitely. And also, um, just a bit of a plug, Stafford Half. They are. They've got early bird rates out at the minute. So oh, really? if anybody wants to sign up, sign up for Stafford Off, that is my PB route at the moment. Uh, so if anybody wants to sign up for before the thirtieth, I think it is of September. I think it's thirty-one pound for an affiliated person, and I think it's thirty-five for a non-affiliated. And I have been in contact. Hot off the press, Ben doesn't even know this. Hot off the press, we might be. Well, we are. We're going to get the race director on the show for Stafford Half as well. Uh, we've had Potter's Half. Sorry again. Privileged. Yeah, exactly. We've had Potter's Half royalty with Natalie. We had Steve Canning on a couple of weeks ago for Congleton Half. So I thought I'd give an opportunity for Stafford Half and they have greatly received it and they are going to get in contact with us closer to probably. It's not until March next year anyway, so we've got plenty of time. So if anybody wants to sign up for it, there is early bird rates. A good little warm-up race for Manchester, that would. That's what I was thinking, yeah. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, so... So yeah, so all, all's good in the hood with regards to running, I think. Um, he has one run with Dr. Dre and he starts using terms like, it's all good in the hood. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't run out with anybody. I haven't run out with any celebrities. You've Although changed. I did go, technically I ran out with Eminem because I had some M&Ms beforehand. But um dum <laughs> so that means now so we had the week before we had Dr. Dre as a bit of an ending if anybody's listened to the ending we had the Dr. Dre as an ending we had Barry White last week as an ending this week now I can put a bit of M&M and M&M as a oh my, I can't even say it M&M as an ending uh, ending to the song for the show I've just found out that Daryl White Daryl White yeah. Barry White's younger brother 13 months yeah. younger he's also a singer-songwriter oh okay not as popular as Barry White was, was he? No, but then if you go with Eminem, we might have to pay more in royalties. So let's go with Daryl Ro- White. <laughs> I'll have to have a look and see what Daryl Wright is. Yeah, okay. I'll go on, I'll go on Spotify. I don't know if we can say Spotify. Spotify and find out what um, what Daryl White what was up to. <laughs> but anyway, how's your running going? It's going all right. It's going, yeah, it's, it's ticking along nicely for Manchester. The target, as you all know, uh, is sub 80 minutes. Technically, 119.59, I'd be happy with. Um, That'd be good if you got I've been that. training hard for that. Um, on Strava, um, consistency has crept back in quite nicely. Um, I had 
a little bit of time where I couldn't do certain runs um, just because of like illnesses and bits and bobs like that. Um, but the last sort of four of the last five weeks, I've been hitting them quite well. Um, I had a strong workout on Tuesday, um, which was a really good uh, session. That was um, basically doing um, four times 45 minutes, basically hard running, so quicker than sort of 5K pace, and then four lots of three minutes at 5K pace, and then another four by 45 seconds at quicker than 5k pace and i hit all the paces and i'm putting it down to garmin mm, well you said you put i put a post on instagram didn't you saw on or facebook I can't remember which one it was i'm gonna i'm about gonna average paces i'm gonna like give garmin the credit basically what i found out was coros when you do structured workouts it will basically tell you for anybody that does structured workouts uh on Garmin, it basically tells you where you need to be running by the gauge at the top of the workout, yeah. and you have to yeah. try and get the arrow in the middle, and it tells yeah, so it's you like red either side and green, red either side and green in the middle, and you're aiming to put the arrow in the green. And on Garmin, if I'm not mistaken, it's basically moving according to what your average pace is for that rep. Yeah, Coros basically does it so that you're doing the same thing, trying to hit that pace but it gives you your actual pace at the actual time. And if right. you get GPS dropouts or you aren't very good at pacing yourself, you can actually find that you run a bit faster than what you need to. And I just felt on this workout, the first one back on Garmin, I was able to comfortably run the average paces and actually finish my workout a lot stronger with a little bit more energy left because I don't think at any point I'd push past the limits of where I needed to be. So I was really happy with that. So mm-hmm. I'm giving Garmin the credit. So let's forget about Coros. I've got one to, put, to to sell if people want it. But Garmin, if you want to sponsor the podcast, <laughs> let us know. I'm back That's normally me saying that. I know. I'm back on board with Garmin. <laughs> um, so I did that session. And then working backwards from there, I went and managed to do a, another park run. I noticed that. You're you're loving the park runs at the minute, aren't you? Yeah, well, I've given up my Saturdays working. um, And I've got busier in the week. uh, But I've given up my Saturdays working, thanks to my wonderful coach. Um, But when I did a park run effort in Cambridge, we went to see Rachel's parents. So I did Storiesfield Park Run, which is a nice flat park run. um, And I paced it disgustingly bad. It was all <laughs> you got. You got your PB for your first mile and second mile. I got. You? I got a one mile PB. Uh, <laughs> so I ran the first mile in five nineteen, and then wow. I ran two miles. I got a two mile PB, which I ran the first two miles in eleven minutes and eight seconds, um, and then I completely blew up, miserably blew up. I'm not surprised though. Um, that pace, but. It was intended to go and run it hard. I, I wanted to go and run it really hard and see what had happened. And I was I was second, no, I was third for two up to the first two miles. Then I dropped off a little bit. Ultimately finished seventh, very closely behind sixth. Um, and I had a little bit of energy after left to go and do some reps. Um, so after I'd done the, the park run, I went off and just did five by ninety seconds off sixty seconds rest quicker than 5k pace and felt really good um 
the Sunday after that park run, I did a nice long run, 90 minutes, nice and easy around the lovely city of Cambridge, mm. um, which was nice. So all by all accounts, it's going well, in good shape. I've got a big workout tomorrow, a big, big workout on tomorrow, um, which will be a good test to see whether I'm able to probably hit this half marathon pace that I want to hit. Um, so I've basically got... Um, Five minutes, four minutes, three minutes, two minutes, and one minute at around about 5k pace. Um, no, around about just, yeah, no, 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 no. So just a bit slower than half marathon pace, just to build up a bit of fatigue. And then I've got to run four miles at the half marathon pace that I'm looking to hit, which is currently sitting about 5.53 to 6.07 per mile. So big, big workout tomorrow. Um, we'll see how we get on. It's going to be a big test to see whether I'm going to get anywhere near that half marathon target. Yeah, yeah. Weeks sure later, I'm sure you will. I'm, I'm, I'm confident. I'm confident. I'm What's... more confident in you than me. <laughs> That's for sure. Well, I do my strides. Yeah, there. Well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Very true. We've got it. We've got a stride-based question in a bit. We'll go for a stride-based question. Um, but my running's going well, but, um, Boom. news is going to be an announcement. There's going to be an announcement. I, I think, I think it's over, Rob. I know. The podcast, we're going to have to call it a day. Well, we, we, yeah, we were talking about it before coming on the, the episode. I think it has to. Cue the sad music. From Daryl White. <laughs> yeah, I, th- I, th- I think uh, it's 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 come time for me to decide that I need to step away from actively coaching people. So we can we uh, I don't know what to say. I really don't know what to say. Uh, so you've decided decided you, you texted me this afternoon to say that uh, you're not going to be coaching anybody anymore. I think. It's it's good news because it's showing that the, you, you work with many athletics and the, the the effort that you've put into that has really helped and you, you're able to say to people that I can't coach anymore. Yeah, it's it's not been a decision I've made uh, easily. Is that the thing? No. It's, it's it's been a very Lightly. light. There we go. It's been a very yeah. difficult decision to make. I've been coaching properly now for sort of two years. Uh, I built up a great group of people that I've been coaching, um, and me included. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> me included. And what I will say is, I've thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed the coaching, and I am proud of what I've managed to get to help people achieve like i've mm. had people that have seen off the back of shin splints they don't have injuries any longer gone from pb to pb to pb i've had people that have really enjoyed their training and have had conversations with everyone today and they've all wished me a good look but all thanked me for helping them with that but i think i have to thank them as well if any of them are listening um, just to basically say that obviously I couldn't do the coaching without them and you're included yeah. in that I'll give you that 
Um, but it's it's one of them. If you listen to the episode with Kirk, Mini Athletics uh, co-founder Kirk, when he came on to talk about Mini Athletics and the work I'm doing with that currently, it's mm. taken off a lot more than what we expected. It's yeah. put uh, quite a lot of uh, pressure on us as a family to run a business, me and Rachel together, and obviously the kids and stuff. And we have seen um, more popularity with things like nurseries and schools. Yeah. So we, we've got offers to go into new nurseries, new schools, and the option was there, and it would mean either sacrificing um, family time to get the running coaching done, sacrificing my own running, which I'll just, mm. I'm not willing to do because of all the benefits that come with my own physical health and mental health, um, and the only other option was to call the a day to the running coaching, and and that's the hard decision I've decided to make. Mm. So we're what forty two episodes in. Call yep. it a day. Yeah. <laughs> cue the cue the music. Nah. <laughs> Oh, we're gonna have to change the name though. That's the thing. We're, pro- we're we're couch to coached, and if you're not, well, you are. I suppose you are keeping your registration as a coach, no. aren't you? So I am actively going to keep myself registered as a coach, of course, with England Athletics, and I'll keep everything that I need to do. So if England Athletics email me to do any mandatory training, which they don't actually do at this stage, uh, but there's talks that everybody that becomes a running coach in the future will need to take tests and qualifications and prove certain learning points if that is a requirement i will continue to do that because i am obsessed by the sport um so that is something i will do i'm just not actively taking on new runners i've changed my instagram account to b.russell1 i'm no longer ben russell fitness coach i've taken my website down um and i've cancelled my training peaks account uh for coaching just simply because i don't feel it's fair to advertise myself and the services if i can't give people what they should be getting if they're paying for a running coach um and i think it's a word of warning to anybody really that's thinking about becoming a coach and taking people on it's not easy um you have to be able to not just plan workouts for people online you have to be able to commit to contacting people uh, mm. regularly answering questions giving training advice being at beck and call really 24 7 to some extent doing the check-ins all that sort of stuff and i just want to sort of say there's a lot of fraudsters out there online mm. um yeah. we are blessed with a, a a lot of information at our fingertips with mobile phones on instagram facebook all that sort of stuff and it is full and saturated with people that are claiming to be running coaches, um, but don't give you the service that you require. And I wasn't prepared to just be someone that took people's money and didn't take enough care with the people, the personal side of things. So if, if you are out there looking for a coach, I'm happy to help you try and find one. I'm a coached runner myself. Um, as well and i think it's just important to get the right person because you have to be able to have that connection with your coach yeah yeah definitely and i suppose the the whole premise of this podcast is that i'm a very under average runner and you're a coach so you are still a coach and i'm still a very under average runner well no so you're, it, you're progressing as a runner and you're yeah all right then I'm, I'm just just slightly under average then no, you, you you're in the best shape you've probably been in yeah 
and he, if if we look at when we started the podcast, you were couch. You mm. are probably well. You are now coached. Um, mm. And I think for the purpose of the podcast, I am going to continue to coach you. Yeah. So you're going to be the only person I do commit any time to in terms of one to one. Actually, one literally to one, one to one. I'm going to have to do my strides now, aren't I? Well, what Rob doesn't know is it's going to cost <laughs> 200 pound a month. Uh, <laughs> But no, I'm laughing. I'm laughing. I'm. I'm, I'm got that amount of money. <laughs> no, I'm. I'm going to continue to coach Rob for the purpose of the podcast, and I think it's one of those. Like, I am still a coach. I am going to recognise myself still as a coach because I put a lot of hard work in to become a coach in the first place. I'm not just going to give that up, but I can't actively charge people money to coach them when I'm not able to give them the service that they need. But if anybody yeah. that is listening to the podcast still wants information, advice for, of any nature free of course then just reach out to me because i'm still happy to do that because i love the sport yeah. and i love helping people well that's what this this podcast is isn't it we we, we set it up because uh, initially the reason was is to get you more clients for me that was my intention was to get you more publicity and it worked but also just to just to support people with their own running and that's what we can take we can continue to do we can have answer questions because you are still a fully qualified coach and you will be st- still keeping up to date with things through your mini athletics and also your own running and being coached so we can definitely continue to do that of course we can so if anybody's got any suggestions of any other names we can have, I was thinking whilst I was running, because you mentioned it about about packing in your coaching, you know, I thought we could be called the Rob N Show. Rob N Show? <laughs> Ken, Ken and Ben Show? Ken and Ben Show. If anybody wants to set up another podcast with me, another if there's a, if there's a coach out there, <laughs> if there's a fully qualified coach who's active and wants to set up a podcast with me. Leave this bit out, you bastard. <laughs> If there is, and anybody anybody wants to wants to get on board with the with the, with the couch too coached podcast, let me know. <laughs> me too, couch too. Coach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This time is personal. Don't worry, Ken. We can set up. It's going our podcast to be better. Ken, Ken, Ken. Are you there, Ken? <laughs> anyway, moving on. Should moving we, on. Should we? I mean, that was a bit of a bombshell. Um, yeah. and, and it's all in jest. I am giving it up, but we are still going to give the listeners what they want, and that's yeah. top quality content. Yeah, and hopefully, like you said, it'll give you more time to be able to focus on the podcast, so I don't have to do it all. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it's a strong one now, isn't it? <laughs> God, give him. Come on, Jack Greely, Sharuddy. Give him an inch, and he'll take a mile. Yeah. Well, he won't because no, he doesn't really running. Hey, <laughs> full of bad to, proper bad to full show this one, isn't it? But we have had our first serious complaint, haven't we? Yeah, we have. We've had it on another bombshell. What are you laughing We had a complaint from Kieran Bedford. Kieran Bedford contacted us and said, please do not make it as Christian Prince heavy ever again because he's not shut up about it. <laughs> so... Sorry to, to the Go Team runners and, and Gators and whoever's whoever's listening, but we we, we had to because Christian Prince spoke to me at Part Run. Christian Prince sent me a message uh, with a question. So, and that I mentioned Christian Prince quite a few times. So again, it's quite a Christian well, Prince heavy show. You've said it five times already in this episode. <laughs> I know. Well, there you go. I'm sorry, I can't help but say Christian Prince because Christian Prince was was Seven. very. very <laughs> Seven. Hang on, one second. Kieran Bedford. Kieran Bedford. Kieran Bedford. Kieran Bedford. <laughs> Kieran Bedford. That's Kieran. Is that? There you go. Out? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, sorry. Uh, 
if people send questions in, we have to answer the questions. So, and he's a very nice guy. I must admit, I did have a good nice chat with him. Kieran or Christian, both of them. Everybody, all our listeners are absolutely lovely. Absolutely out, out lovely. Out of the two, who's your oh, favorite? don't wanna do this. Don't wanna do this. <laughs> I'll bleep this bit out. I'll tell you now. Are you ready? There you go. That's who I prefer. <laughs> I'll bleep it out. <sighs> but yeah, so apologies. That was the first complaint we've ever had. We've never had any other complaints. Still to come on this episode of the Couch to Coach Running Podcast. Jury one. Well, it's not a question, so we don't have to answer the question. But I think we should we'll appeal do... to the, the women that listen to the show. Okay, we can do that one, and we can save this one to the, for an injury if you want to do this one. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna say, I'm, I'm getting involved in this podcast. I'm, I'm not letting you pull all the weight. I'll make the decision. <laughs> okay, <laughs> well, let's, okay, let's talk about sports bras. So, if your sports bra isn't given enough for sport, it's time. The Couch to Coach podcast is available on a wide variety of podcast players. If you like what you hear in this episode, please remember to follow the show and set a future episodes to auto-download. Our main objective on this show is to get people into running and to talk about running. We're two normal guys that live normal lives, and although our following is growing, we rely on you, the listeners, to get the word out there about this show. So please, whilst you're listening, remember to leave us a review on your chosen podcast player to help boost our ratings. Finally, you can stay up to date with all things Couch to Coached over on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and TikTok. Just search for Couch to Coached. Anyway, let's move on. Let's look at Strava League. See if Christian Prince features. It's going to be mental again, (laughs) isn't they? Both of them. Yeah, no, they're not. Uh, Kieran is. No shock there. Anyway, uh, so for last week, so from Monday to Sunday last week, uh, shout out to Liam Clay. We also have had another shout out from Kieran asking us to give Kieran, uh, Liam, and Kieran asking for a Kieran Bedford shout out, wouldn't we? Would it? We have had a que- we have had a, a a request from Kieran to say, I know it's a bit soon, but can I give a shout out request for Liam, the other Gator Clay? Went out a run. Uh, for 40 kilometers or 25 miles around Westport Lake in preparation wow. for York Marathon. Wow. His highest ever weekly mileage for two weeks in a row. So 40 ta- 40k. So he ran around Westport Lake. That must have been about 20 odd, 30 odd times because Westport Lake is a local lake to us. And it's it's a nice route, actually, to be fair. I haven't been down there for a while myself, but he must have ran around there about 40 times. It's similar to when I go out and I run around Forest Park Lake, but I don't do it that often. I don't do it that many times. Uh, so well done to Liam. So Liam is third in the um, Strava leaderboard for last week. So well done to Liam. In second place, we've got Joseph Edwards with 65.8 miles. So well new, done to is that Joseph. New name, Joseph Edwards. No, he's been there before. I'm sure I've seen him before. <clears throat> yeah, and and top of the shop, no shock, uh, Kieran Bedford. So. This is a very heavy Kieran Bedford show. If anybody else wants it, if anybody wants to, Kieran Bedford has, has given us some money, by the way. I'm only joking, he hasn't really. But if anybody wants to give us money to mention the name on the podcast, more than happy to. I mean, he said he said he only runs that many miles, so he gets the shout out on the podcast, right? Because he likes listening to yeah. part run. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Fair so. play to him. So Kieran Bedford comes top of the shot with 67.3 miles. So well done for that week. This week, it's exactly the same. Really bizarrely, so in third, I know that was, I've done it wrong, bear with me a second. 
silly Rob. Um, Don't worry about it, Rob. I'll be able to dedicate more time to the show after this week, so I'll, I'll help <laughs> you in the future. In third spot. That comment, by the way. <laughs> you know I love doing it. You know I love doing it. In third spot. Okay, looking. I know, well, you can now. The third spot this week is um, Morgan Thompson on 32.7 miles. Well done, Keith. Um, <laughs> oh, you see, Morgan. that's why you, that's why you can't do this bit. Go on, Jack, go on. Go on, Daryl. In second spot with 37.8 miles, Pat Buckingham. So well done to Pat. And top of the shop with 44.9, well done to Martin Pratt. Uh, I also want to give a shout out to Jared Horn. Uh, Jared Horn, he features in the leaderboard sometimes. He has, he did Merlin Barrison last week. He did a really good time. I'm going to tell you what the time is. But he did, he, he's a guy that I don't know personally. I've never met him, I don't think. But he did sit, an average pace of 6.38 miles on a, a marathon. So it was, it was, our target was to run three hours and just to enjoy the day. So he did that very, very well. So well so done to Jared Hall. It was three hours and he ran 6.38 minute mile. Yeah, that's so his what? average pace. He did two what? Two 2.50 something, I think it was. I might be completely wrong. I've, only, I've taken a screenshot of his Strava, uh, wow. but he, he, he got under three hours anyway. So that's, he that's did really, really well. A minute there. I know. It's an absolutely amazing effort. Um, what else did we get from Berlin? We had Julianne Kettle. So Julianne Kettle did Berlin. Let us know, people, if you have run anything recently. Um, we'll, we'll give you a shout-out next week. Uh, I'm not sure if anybody else did Berlin Marathon. There was a couple of people that did a couple of races. I know um, there was a 10K, um, Stafford 10K. So a lot of people did Stafford 10K from Stoke Fit. So Stoke Fit turnout. Neil, Neil Reynolds, Michelle Dalgano, Carly Hall, Katie. There's quite a few people that did it. So a lot of people from the old Sal. Um, Ange, Ange Morton did it I think might be wrong but I think she did uh, I haven't had Joyce. a poem from Ange in ages we haven't actually that's, that's a good point we need a poem from you Ange if you have got a, a poem in you let us know uh, and we will read, We will get the poem out for you so that's Strava leaderboard so well done to everybody who did Strava uh, and we had a, a bizarre one you might understand this one I put on Instagram, anybody want to have a shout out? So Joseph Shirley, that's your mate, isn't it? You know Joseph. Yeah. He said the Welsh runner. Uh, Who's that? Yeah, the Welsh runner is um, a runfluencer. Matt Rees. Okay. He's a runfluencer. He's a... Instagram coach. Okay. Um, he's a good content creator. Okay. Seems like a nice-ish guy. Okay. There you go then. So shout out to Welsh Runner. I don't, I don't know what, what, what Joseph was asking for. It was just he put the Welsh Runner, so I thought I'd, I'd mention it on the podcast. So shout out to the Welsh Runner. If you listen to the show, you listen to the show. If you don't listen to the show, you don't listen to the show. You probably you might start listening to the show. No, he probably doesn't. But if you want to start listening to the show, <laughs> and you want you to sponsor can, the podcast, you want to sponsor the podcast and mention us on Instagram and get some more followers. We are building. I'm nearly on 1,200 followers. So do it. So yeah, there you go. Anybody got anything else that they want to shout out for next week? Next week, 
is going to be an interesting one because it'll be the day before I go on my stag do. So I'm going to be um, really excited. So. This episode is brought to you by Protein Rebel. Have you ever suffered with digestion issues during a running event? You're not alone. Research shows that 27% of marathoners and 70% of ultra runners report issues with digestion. The reasons for these gastrointestinal issues are often the complex chemical formulations used in many sports nutrition products. They lead to bloating, cramps, and sometimes the need to run to the toilet. Not what any runner needs. Definitely not. So how can you get over this when the big brands use artificial ingredients? So Protein Rebel has decided to do things differently as their products are 100% natural. They only use short, minimal, natural ingredient list that reduces the chance of GI issues, so gastrointestinal issues, and supports your running naturally. Products include maple ignite energy gels containing just maple syrup and sea salt, run easy marine collagen for strengthening joints and ligaments, and replace vegan protein powders. If you are interested in buying any of these products, we have got a special, yes, a special code for you to use. You go onto their website and it's CTC15 and you will get yourself 15% off. Shall we go on to the listener's question? Go on then. Let's have a bit of listener's question. I like this question. question, I like this question. So listener's question comes from... um, Sean Kachmarski, Kashmarski, the guy who wrote the book just finished. So well done to Sean. Uh, he's just fin- he did a triathlon, his first ever triathlon. So well done to Finish Sean. It. I, I follow him on. Yeah, well, yeah, he did. And he's he's planning on doing more. I think. I think he wants to do another one. I asked him what it, what his plans are. I think he, he talked about doing. Yeah. So he did really really well. So well done to Sean. Um, but he he supplied a question. Go on. So he talk, he says. You talk about strides. It seems you're reluctant to do them. I think he's aiming at me. What what <laughs> are they? Shots fired. <laughs> you did leave him a so positive what? review on his book, didn't you? Yeah, of course I did. A really positive review. Shots fired. Uh, <laughs> I am reluctant. I don't know why I'm reluctant to do them. Because to be honest with you, I don't mind doing them. It's just it's just sometimes I don't find the time to do them. So I'm going to say this now. The reluctance um, is not a reluctance. I will give you that. It's something that I think is very common that people have, when they have strides to do, they don't do them. And I was one of those people. But I really? think once you start to see the genuine benefits of strides, which we'll talk about in a minute, they yeah. become like the thing that you will never miss. Because okay. it's very easy to go out and do a 45 minute easy run. And normally, when people do a 45-minute easy run, they finish at their front door. Yeah. Yeah, I do. It's very tempting. Go inside, grab yourself a drink, sit down, see your kids, see your missus, your wife, your partner, your girlfriend, your husband, boyfriend, mm. whoever, and just move on. But yeah. I do my strides. I finish outside the front door, and I'm lucky because I live on a relatively flat road. I live at the top of the hill, but the road's flat. And I always, if I've got strides, I always now do my strides up and down. And it actually is something that I will not miss. Um, so mm. all the jokes aside on this podcast, there's massive benefits to doing it, which we'll talk about in a minute. But yeah. I don't think you've got a reluctance. I think you've just got 
to create that habit. I think I don't, to be honest with you, and I agree with Sean, what are they? I, I, and I, I didn't know what they were. I found something on Instagram uh, and I, I screenshot it, so I've got it here with me. Somebody uh, run wind your mind. So shout out to them. They they put a lover stride session and then they put it running explained. They tagged somebody a running explained. What are strides? So now I know a bit more about them and what I should be doing. Mm. I think I appreciate them a little bit more. Yeah, if that makes sense. So for those that are, people are listening, so we'll start with what are strides. So strides, generally speaking, are twenty to thirty-five second sprints, if you like. But I just want to be careful with the word sprint. Um, yeah. I tend to do uh, five strides. So I do a 45-minute run or a 60-minute easy run. And I always do them after an easy run, not before. So that's the first mistake some people make. They do them before. Okay. do them after. And I would do five, probably no more than eight, depending upon your level. Um, But everybody could start and should start at five strides. So it's a 20 to 35-second sprint. And I'll come back to the sprint element of that in a minute. Um, and it is basically to um, be used as part of your cool down as well, which is why they should be done after. And to do a stride, you basically should complete your scheduled run, so your 45-minute run or your easy run or whatever you got scheduled. Um, you should stop. You don't have to go straight into them. Um, you might feel that after your run, you want to get your breath back, do a little bit of stretching, whatever you want to do. Um, but then what you're trying to do is to ease into the fast pace. So you want mm-hmm. to be basically getting up to around about 85 to 95% of your maximum effort. So roughly, probably around where you would find your pace if you were to run a one mile effort. Like if I said to you, go and run a mile as fast as you can, you wouldn't go out like Usain Bolt. No. Because you would tire within the first 100 metres. So your yeah. sprinting pace is different to what your one-mile pace is. So what you're trying to do is to hit sort of a one-mile pace. So about 80 to 95% of your maximum pace um, is what I would say. And you're basically easing into your stride pace and you're trying to hit that pace and then gradually slow yourself down towards the end of the stride and then you would take a full recovery between each stride. Um, I typically do 20 seconds of stride, 40 seconds of standing recovery, and then I'll go yeah. into the next stride. How is it standing re- recovery? You can do it as a jog recovery. I was going to say I normally do it as a jog recovery. I would say anywhere from a standing to a jog recovery. Basically, the, the stride should be – we're not trying to be Usain Bolt, as I say. We're not trying to be a sprinter. We don't want ligaments and muscles torn from bone and joint. We want basically a nice casual uh, increase of speed. The benefits of strides is to basically help work on your running mechanics in short spells um, to get you comfortable at running at faster paces. Like how can you expect yourself to get quicker if your body's not comfortably used to running at certain quicker paces? Um, It can help with helping you to build up that that uh vo2 max fitness uh mm. injecting some speed into your 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 training schedule will help with leg turnover um and basically getting you used to running quicker it can help with speed development it can help with the cool down process 
and it is a good way to stretch your legs out after an easy session. But ultimately, yeah. I think it's about getting your body and your running mechanics used to traveling across ground at a quicker speed because you can't be expected to go from easy running all the way through to holding 5k paces regularly if the body isn't comfortable at these faster paces and that's what we're trying to get the body used to doing with strides yeah so i i genuinely without looking into it i just thought rather naively that it is literally just a, a, a sprint um so I've been I've been doing strides wrong anyway. So now I've got this information. So I've got something here. What are strides? Strides are a type of short running drill, normally 100 meters or 15 to 30 seconds long, done at the end of an easy run or as part of your warm up before a workout or race. But like you say, you normally say you should be doing them after. So the third, first third accelerate smoothly, which I haven't been doing. I suppose I've been accelerating straight into mm. sprint. Middle third, fast, smooth running, not a sprint, about 90 to 95% effort. And then last third, decelerate smoothly. So, and then you do your recovery. It strides improve your running economy, your neuromotor control efficiency and form. And recover for one to two minutes in between each strides. Shortening recovery does not provide additional benefits. So that's what it says on it. I mean, what I would say is with strides is most typically if you're factoring them into your work, your weekly schedule, do them after your easy runs once yeah. twice a week maximum i think they should always take part in and you'll have noticed this with your training that we've been scheduling they should always take part of your uh pre-race shakeout run the day before yeah. the race um yeah and ultimately as well you can include them in a warm-up before a race or a hard effort um yeah but i think it's the biggest thing really is trying to get them factored into your weekly schedule um, yeah. it's a really good way of improving your running economy uh, your running mechanics and, and just getting your body used to the demands of, of higher intensity training yeah yeah make it a so habit so I've learned something yeah I suppose it, yeah. I suppose running has become an habit for me a little bit as well now because I don't dread not go and I don't dread going out I used to dread when I was when I was before I started proper running mm-hmm. and had you as a coach I was thinking to myself oh, I really can't bother going out and no, 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 sometimes I get that as well now I think to myself oh, I really can't bother but most of the time I look forward to going out because of the the, the ability just to switch off and, and, and I suppose having that ability to switch off hopefully then I can translate that into doing my strides as I well. mean what is it that said is it three weeks or 30 days to make a habit yeah, something like that, yeah, so I think uh, if you do it consistently. Consistently, and I think at the start of this podcast when we first started and we talked about getting you from couch to coached, it was about consistency and it was mm. about getting you out consistently running and the message to all the listeners was, you know what, if you want to start running, get out consistently and do a little bit. Um, and then we sort of talked about adding a bit of variety into a once-a-week kind of speed session, challenging your body to do a bit of something different. And this is this is a new thing that you can add in if you're not doing them put your strides in once a week based upon the information we've given you or what you can find out online and make it a habit. And ultimately it's another tool in your arsenal that's going to make you better as a runner. Yeah. Don't say that word. Arsenal. Arsenal. Yeah. I thought you were talking about Christian Prince. (laughs) Yeah. Christian Prince. Christian Christian Prince. Who's who's Christian Prince? I know Christian Prince. Sure. I know Christian Prince. Kieran Bedford. Kieran Bedford. Kieran Bedford. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, thank you for that sh- question, Sean. If anybody else has got any questions, please do direct them to us via the normal routes, via Instagram, couch, at couch to coached, uh, via the email, couch to coached at hotmail.com. 
No, it isn't actually, is it? Couch it's to coach at outlook.com. Yeah. So if anybody's got any questions, please let us know and we will answer them for you. Couch reads, coach reads. Go on, let's have it. It's you, innit? It is me. And it comes from dun, 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 Runner's World. <laughs> October 2023 edition. So it is the newest one. The new one. Go on, then. The new one. So I've been looking through it, and I thought... I saw that you you put something on Instagram that Rachel has just started to run again, Mm -hmm. uh, and I feel very happy that she started to run again. So I saw this, and how to to cope with a long layoff. Go on. So that was the... (laughs) And on the same page... I thought to myself, shall I talk about this? What's the hold-up? If your sports bra isn't giving enough support, I thought, oh, I'm not sure we can answer that question, but we'll do the long layoff, so an injury one. Well, it's not a question, so we don't have to answer the question. But I think we we'll should do... appeal to the, the women that listen to the show. Okay, we can do that one, and we can save this one to the, for an injury if you want to do this one. I'm, I'm, I'm going to say, I'm, I'm getting involved in this podcast. I'm, I'm not letting you pull all the weight. I'll make the decision. (laughs) Okay, let's talk about sports for us. So if your sports bra isn't given enough for support, it's time to look for a new one. For a new study published in the journal Frontiers in Sports and Active Living, 13 runners were asked to run it for three minutes in each of three conditions. No bra, a low support bra, and a high support bra. The high support bra increased knee stiffness while decreasing knee joint exertion, so knee bend. Stiffness, stiffness is good as it improves running economy. Without proper breast support, compensations are made throughout the body, including in the knees. The researchers said that, paper, that their paper underlined the importance of proper, proper breast support in female runners. There you go. How are your knees, Rob? Yeah, shut your face, you. <laughs> I know I've got moobs. You don't need points out. Bloody hell. Tyson Fury's got moobs as well. <laughs> that's probably why that's probably why Rachel says I look like Tyson Fury. <laughs> I think I mean look, we, we we obviously can't go into it in too much detail because we never ever will wear a bra. No. And Well, I have done in the past, but that's a fancy dress. But I do know from having a wife um, and living in the same house and running many miles with her, that she always talks about having the right supportive bra. Yeah. Um, Laura's the same when she goes. She doesn't run, but she goes to the gym, so she I, has to have a good supportive bra. I can't imagine what it would be like to do miles without a bra. That was one of the mm. things in the research. Well, that was one of yeah. I suppose it depends on how big the breasts are, I suppose. Uh, and like I say, I'm not a, I'm not an expert in this, but if if they are in big breasts, heavy, yeah, if they're heavy, it is going to have an impact on other parts of your body, aren't they? I suppose so. Your back and your knees, yeah. Whereas if they aren't as heavy, I suppose it's it's not going to be as much of an impact. Um, we should have probably got a woman in to talk about this with us. But I will comment but, because go on. I have spoke about it on the podcast before. Uh, Runderwear. Yeah. Um, they do a range of sports bras. I don't know what they're like, but I think it'd be good for any of the listeners out there that do run with Runderwear. Or if anybody has got a suggestion of what they would say is a good sports bra, then share it with us and we'll pass the mm-hmm. message on to our listeners who are the female listeners of the show that will be interested in that because 
we do want to appeal to all listeners and we do know that sometimes the guests on this show are very male dominated i think we've only ever had natalie jolly on once so we've had natalie we've had emma on we've had a few people from stoke fit on we have um so we are doing better but yeah there is obviously a chance for us to talk a little bit more about the things that women need when they are runners because us men we just wear trainers and shorts and t-shirt and mankini mankinis potentially mankinis but (laughs) i think it's it is a valid point i think it is a valid point if any i read that I read that and I thought to myself, it is quite a pertinent one. I wasn't sure whether we should talk. I, I don't know. Is my honest opinion. I, I, I can I can understand what they're talking about if there's stuff that isn't being supported properly. Like if you're not wearing support, if you need an e support, for example, that's going to have an impact on other parts of your body as well. It's it's referred pain into, I suppose, because you're overcompensating for something that's you normally have. If that makes sense, that you're overcompensating it hurts well, somewhere else. It's that thing about. <laughs> Again, we're, we're moving away from the area of the body that the article was talking about. But remember back to the episode where we had barefoot blade on, and we talked about yeah. people wearing bare feet to well, having yeah. bare feet to run, and the changes yeah. that you make to your body when you're yeah. running barefoot, your foot strike yeah. changes. So you can imagine there would be pains in ankles and knees, or potentially improvements in ankles and knees because you've changed the running gait. And I guess it's the same thing. Yeah. If you're running around with a poor supporting bra, then it, yeah. you're going to change your running style to make that area feel more comfortable, mm. and that potentially is going to impact other areas of the body. Yeah. That's what the article says as well. It, it says that people have compensations over uh, compensations are made throughout the body, including the knees. So, which isn't always a good thing. Well, it isn't a good thing. It's not always a good thing. It's never a good thing if you're overcompensating. It's having making a more problematic area for in your knees. Uh, so, I think so with ladies the, get yeah. a good sports bras. And with the community that we've created, we've got 153 runners in the Strava leaderboard. We've got an Instagram mm-hmm. following, which is over a mm-hmm. thousand now. I think it'd be very good if some of the lady listeners that we've got shared some information on where they get good sports bras from, good quality yep. sports bras, and we will pass that information on, or you can post that, um, and we'll get that discussion started amongst the female listeners. Definitely, definitely. We've done well. We've done five minutes. That's five minutes of talking about sports bras. And we've got an article. And there was next week. And we didn't really make any jokes about it either. So I think we've, we've matured as well. Other than you telling me I need uh, how are my knees, you cheeky. Yeah, all right. Stop being a, stop being a tit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Moving on. Moving on. I think on that note, Daryl White is signing off. <laughs> Hopefully next week my voice will be back to normal just before we go on my stag do. So uh, we will see you all next week. So see you all later. Yeah. I wish you all the breast. <laughs> And on that note, I think we definitely have to go. (laughs) See you all later. He can't even say see you later. See you later. Just let it slip. Yo, it's 
palms are sweaty, knees weak, arms are heavy. There's vomit on his sweater already. Mom's spaghetti, he's nervous, but on the surface he looks calm and ready to drop palms. But he keeps on forgetting what he wrote down. The whole crowd goes so loud, he opens his mouth, but the words won't come out. He's choking how? Everybody's choking now. The clocks run out. Time's up. Over. Loud. Snap back to reality. Oh, no.